Yeah, I didn't know about it until I moved out here to LA either. It was a, it's a Cuban spot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's something that people won't even tell you about till you're like a local. Like, yeah, they, like you have an address here, go to Porto's. Yeah, you'll be here for like two, three years before you find out what it is. I have I had like a guava cream cheese Danish or something last time, and I'm like, all right, I need to come back here. And also, their lunches not bad. Like you can get a little. Um, sandwich, uh, salad, soup, whatever you want. It's pleasant. It's like a classy Panera. Yeah. All this was at Porto's? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, their bag is deep. Yeah, but it is. Their bag. <laughs> they got a there's, deep bag. There's a place out in, um, or a Porto's out in the Covina area. When I was out there, it was a giant Porto's. Like okay. they had the biggest parking lot out of any Porto's I've ever seen in this area. And People were lining up trying to get their um, lunches because they had a spot for like the normal food and then the bakery stuff. Yeah. That was pretty good. I remember uh, during COVID times, they started opening up delivery. It was a nightmare. (laughs) It was a nightmare. I was like, oh yeah, I'll do delivery. You come to my car. Nope. It was still just like the parking situation was a mess. So That's everywhere here. Yeah. You know, um, I want to say the best portals is probably the one in Anaheim. Because okay. there's so much, there's there's a lot of parking, there's a lot of retail, so you don't even know about it. Like, see, that's what I'm saying. You got to be here. I've bro. always just door dashed it. I'm not, <laughs> not going to hold you. I'm not trying to mess with parking right now yeah, and people. Look, if it's like prime hours and it's not for jujitsu or something, I'm not leaving the house. <laughs> I actually, uh, I think I said this on the uh, podcast before. Um, who were we talking about portals with? We talked to somebody shortly about it. I don't know if it got erased or not. It might have been the one we were talking about. They got a race. I, it was uh, Trevor. Trevor. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're talking about Trevor. Anyways, my point in saying all this was uh, I lost weight on port. I lost like 100 pounds, like uh, I would say 50 of that doing portos every day. Oh, my God. First of all, RIP your budget. <laughs> Second of all, congrats on, you know, that weight loss. That's, well, that's I didn't changing. pay. No, the studio paid for it. I didn't oh, pay for it. Yeah. Even better. Because I was going to say, if it's you paying for it, my no, God. No, that's why I work contract work. I don't ever pay for my food. I get I get a weekly food stipend. I get a housing allowance, you know. <laughs> Same. Oh, I yeah. have a company card. Like, here, yeah. take back. <laughs> Just write it off as an expense. Look, they only do that for me whenever I leave town. I need to. I need to get my job game up. That's crazy. No, and um, when last time my boss was here, just kind of you know traveling with me and just seeing what I was up to, he, um, I made him take us to Erewhon. Where Erewhon? What is that? The bougie grocery store that has valet parking. I've never heard Bruh. of. It. <laughs> what? Hey, yo. They're like they got like thirty dollar juices and stuff okay. there. I mean, yeah, that's why I've heard of it. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. <laughs> right. Too bougie for us. That's out, yeah, that's out of my bracket. I mean, no, I don't even I, like going to Gelson's. Uh, right. <laughs> so I only get that. I'm like, hmm, my boss is in town, so let's get it on company dime. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's what it is. <laughs> Speaking of company dime, I imagine the New Year's. They got you working hard. What's going on? Oh, my God. Company restructuring and, you know, had the unfortunate news this past week that, um, you know, lost some coworkers due to restructuring. And um, I have a new boss now. I think, you know, my the relationship I had with my boss was kind of a unique one. He's one of those guys that's like he's unbothered. He has 11 kids. So he's like the most unbothered person. Yeah. (laughs) Former Mormon, you know. Um, (laughs) But I have one that I now have a boss that is uh, California based, which is good. I haven't lived in the same state as my boss in years. Okay, yeah. (laughs) So this is this is nice. And. I think we'll get along just fine. It's a new structure. We have a, you know, different team structure. Everybody's got their own different roles too. Yeah. So you know, it'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have any? You have any goals for your your like jujitsu or more like martial oh, arts yeah. life? Oh man, yeah. um, I would love to get back into competing this year. It didn't happen for me last year because you know I switched gyms so many times, and yeah. you know I'm still pretty new to LA, even though I'm coming up on a year finally. Okay. So at least doing one competition, and um, let's try to earn more stripes on that belt too. Yeah. I still I just got the one, which you know it when, meant the world to me. When so. did you get promoted to blue belt? Um, last year. Okay. Yeah. Early last year, right before I moved to um, 
uh, LA. It was my last class and they're just like, we have a surprise. And I'm just like, Oh my God, I am not worthy right now. <laughs> I was like crying. Cause it was my last day at that gym. And you know, I was with such a good training group, our, our six thirty crew. Mm-hmm. We were just in there bright and early. So, you know, it was really truly special for me. So it's my yeah. anniversary of that. It's kind of, uh, um, when I got promoted, it was kind of the same thing. They were like, when are you leaving? And I told them when I was leaving. And then it's like the last, last week, it was nice. I got it the last week. But oh I think God. that was only because uh, Master Hulker Gracie was going on a trip, like, the day I was leaving or something like that. Mm-hmm. So. And the week after I left, they had a big belt promotion ceremony that I probably would have been a part of. But, you know, I was leaving, so I'm like, no, I probably won't be there. <laughs> yeah. It, it's always crazy leaving gyms just because, like you said, you you and the six thirty class got like real cool. Oh yeah, we yeah. were we were a tight knit group. <laughs> yeah, I've I've gone to so many gyms and just like now I keep up with so many people on Instagram and their jujitsu journey. And whenever you see them promoted, you're like, oh, I wish I was there. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I saw some some of my old teammates got promoted to like brown belt and black belt, and I'm Don't. just like, oh my god, good for them, you know. Because that's dedication. That's yeah, true dedication. to do that, that long. So you've uh, switched gyms a few times now. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I was with two gyms when I was back in Denver. And um, in this past year that I've been in L.A., this is I'm on my third gym. Okay. And each gym has had, you know, this, it's little special things that I've taken away from it. But for the most Same. part, like, it's been... Um, I, all I want is to just to find like a solid gym that I can call my home and I haven't yet, but I, you know, I'm still working on that. I think yeah. I found it. We'll see. I'll feel it out. Fingers, so. fingers crossed. I know. I know. It's, <clears throat> I mean, it's really hard, especially here. Cause you have to deal with like, there's so many gyms that are in the area, but you know, for the convenience factor, I don't want to be too far away from home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to have like decent parking now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, um, you got, I really want a gym full of women. And I think I found mm-hmm. a pretty solid gym with like really good female competitors. So oh, that's, that's really awesome. what I want. Yeah, no, uh, Ray solid. Um, uh, why am I forgetting my favorite girls? Serena solid. Mm-hmm. I was like, solid, hey, solid. she's fantastic. Yeah. You know, Audrey, she's only 16, but you know, if, if you end up making it at your home, she's going to be a solid, she's, I mean, she's, she's probably a solid competitor. Competitor for you right now. Yeah, because she's so technical. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna name name names, but I know there's some grown men in that gym that don't like that role with Audrey. Yeah, <laughs> what you scared? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. They won't they won't admit it, but I see it in their eyes. I've seen it. I, you can kind of tell, like you know, when some men don't want to roll with women. Like I, I I get it. You know, you could be a much bigger guy or something, or you don't want to you don't want to lose to someone so technical. I don't know. You'd rather Neanderthal your way through moves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine is always, we've talked about it before, it's just like, I don't want to hurt you and I don't want to sweat on you. Like You're fine. That's, that's, that's why I don't want to roll with women. Have um, you... Have with, you seen yeah. how much he sweats? Yeah. Yes, we've rolled together, and I think I've choked him out a couple times. Yes, yes. We've had a... So we had a no-gi class, and yeah, it was yeah. just me and her. Yeah. And so it was just... It was my sweat. I felt like, I feel so bad. No, don't feel bad. I signed the waiver. I know what I'm getting myself into, and you're not the only man that's ever sweat on me. (laughs) Okay, okay. You're good, you're good. You know what's funny is I used to be, I've always been the sweaty guy, and then I met met Jason, and then no one talked about how sweaty I was. I was like, this is lit. (laughs) I'm taking him everywhere with me. (laughs) That's why you keep me here. I was was wondering what it was. Make you look better. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sweaty. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this sweaty motherfucker over here. No, it's it's not a problem. You know what you're getting into. This is a very intimate contact sport, so. Um, your process for um, transferring to a new gym or moving to a new gym, how do you go about picking that? Like, what do you think you look for? I think I'm giving it, you know, a lot of time and I'm pretty sure I have found my home so far. So, you know, when I first moved out here, I was just excited to get back to training. I had, I mean, we drove 17 hours to get here from Denver and, the first week I was here, I was already shipped off on a plane to go to a company conference okay. for an entire week. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I haven't slept in my own bed for, you know, 
eight days at that point. So it was, that was a lot. And I was just dying to get back. So yeah. I saw that um, Renza Gracie had a special for beginners in the new year. And it was like 50 bucks a month for three months or something. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna try it. Let's just yeah, ask about it. Ask about it. It's been ads that have been coming up on my Facebook and Instagram. So just still, I I haven't seen it in a couple weeks, but I have seen like New Year specials. That's that's not what I got, but (laughs) so I was really dying to get into it, and Mm -hmm. um, you know, took a tour of the gym and you know the space. I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, I see some women that are uh, training, and my first class was a nogi, and I really liked it. Um, it was a night, it was a shock to my system a little in, yeah, a little bit in a way where I'm, you know, trying to get used to the way that these instructors teach. Yeah. So, you know, if you switch gyms so many times, there's so many new things that you need to learn at each place. So mm-hmm. that was learning curve. I'm used to learning, or I was used to learning jujitsu a certain way in Denver. Yeah. And then having to learn it in a different way in this place. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is such a learning curve. And I, you know, truthfully have never felt more like insecure. I've never felt so like, shit, I don't know anything, (laughs) you know? And that was also like a mental factor to get over to, you know, that's the truth bomb, the honest truth bomb too. Um, So, yeah, I was just dying to get in there without seeing if it'll be a good fit for me. And I think the style of teaching, you know, there are so many good instructors there, like, you know, props to everybody there. It just wasn't fitting the way that I was thinking. Yeah. And with that being so many people at all times, like the 7 a.m.s, the noons, and I didn't even think about wanting to come in the week, in the evenings. I'm like, nope, I can't deal with this parking situation. And um, just so many people, you know. So, yeah, that's just kind of how I got started here. And, you know, I gave it a good three months. And then there was another one uh, that is no longer around. It's Checkmat in Hollywood. That was nice because it was like four blocks away. Easy to walk early in the morning. It was no, I had to cross the Hall of Fame, the Walk of Fame, which, you know, during the day, I never, I don't go down that road. No, you don't. During the day, I like absolutely avoid it. But early mornings, I'm like, oh, yeah chill yeah so yeah but yeah that sadly had to close down and now i'm at a side okay mm-hmm. that's crazy that a check mat closed down i don't even know because they're pretty they're pretty popular like academy, yeah. they are and you know shout out to professor jayer lacerda he was you know he was really good he was getting started in the country and you know, unfortunately, like situations happen and it didn't work out for him and the rest of the students. It, yeah. There were, I wanted to say like 25 to 30 overall, and they had been around for a few months. And, Dang. you know, it, it just broke my heart when it's like, guys, I have to close down. And, you know, I met so many solid people there. Unfortunately, there was probably one or two other women in the entire like academy at that time, which... It was hard for me because I'm like, there's nobody my size. Yeah. So I had to go up against these heavyweight white belts, which is fine. They were nice to me, but, you know, I'm like surviving. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned like finding like uh, gym, like gyms with women your size or like enough women for you to roll with is like hard for you. Like whenever you're going to these gyms, have you looked in advance and like have you seen a lot of like the communities around like L.A. that are like women's jujitsu? Um. Yes and no, but I think the number one thing that I was looking for was like the convenience factor. Like, is it close to my house? You yeah. know, is it a place that I can like go in the morning and not have to worry about a really long commute to come come to and fro? Yeah. So, you know, I think checking out like the Instagram pages to see if they're posting any women. If um, like Renzo Gracie, I think they had several. They had like a belt promoting ceremony right before I joined. Okay. So I kind of looked to see who was in the crowd too, and there was quite a bit of women at the time that did get promoted, which was that was good. Yeah. Yeah. But it is it is really hard to find people my size, especially uh, women too. But you know, a man my size is fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as he's not doing the Neanderthal. Thing. Oh no! Don't do Neanderthal <laughs> shit. <laughs> That seems to be a theme that is just finding good training partner that's the right size for you, whether you're bigger or smaller. It just feels like that that's kind of a struggle within a jiu-jitsu practitioner's journey. 
Well, yeah, yeah, I agree with that too. Especially and find someone that's like your strength match because sometimes it can be a strength match. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like it, it is subjective because I've gone, I've gone to like gyms in other cities where one of the smallest dudes on the mat with like a really extensive wrestling background is the one who's like, hey, do you want to go? Yeah. And like at first it's kind of surprising, but whenever you like whenever you get into the round and you feel that wrestling background, you you mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. So I kind of. I've kind of tried to get away from like judging people by their size and just kind of judging them based on their technique. Mm-hmm. Like okay. at, at this yeah. point, I have my purple belt. Mm-hmm. Neanderthaling my way through it isn't as as it is an option. It's not really what I want to be. Mm-hmm. Same. You know what I mean? Same. So I've I've built on my technique and the whole like if I get stuck, I have this strength option is is there, but. At the end of the day, whenever I'm in class, whenever I'm rolling with my teammates, that's not my that's not my goal. No, and that's good. And <clears throat> you know, being at a purple belt level now, I think it, you're at a point where you have a pretty defined technique that is uniquely yours. So you know, that's something that I'm still like trying to find too. Like I'll try a few things, but you know, it's all trial trial and error, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And, and it's funny because you you haven't like really noticed it yet, but as you go from gym to gym, you're like you said, you're picking these things up. Eventually, whenever you get stuck at a gym, you're gonna realize like, okay, I do that. Like, it could be anything. Like, I do this differently than they than they do it, and I yield certain results just because it's not what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. It's not how the professor taught them. It's not, and it's just something that becomes. Your your little secret, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, there's this thing I picked up from uh, Javier Alvado Jr. on just passing, um, just kind of knee cut passing, where traditionally they'll tell you never come up, like if you're passing a person's in front of you, never come across to this collar and kind of go that, that um, what is it? it's not a cross face. What is that called? Like where you, we were talking about before, like the paper cutter choke, when that arm is across the neck. Oh, it's I. I still pretty much call it a frame. Okay, yeah. So where they frame instead of instead of grabbing the uh, far side lapel to knee cut across, you grab um, kind of the near side lapel and you kind of frame out their neck, and that frame of the elbow blocks their shoulder, and you can push mm-hmm. them back down. Gives you enough time to go around the north south. Now, am I going to use that all the time? No. If I'm teaching that to a class. I'm not going to teach that to a class. Why? One, because it's not going to be applicable for everyone in every scenario. And until that person is in a competitive standpoint or in a moment where they know they can use it, they're not going to be able to even apply that, right? So it's like you were saying, is that technique of like, that technique, this, that technique may not work at one specific school, but it does work for me specifically in that scenario under those circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's... Te- technique's weird because body types are so different. It's yeah. not going to work the same for everyone. Some people may need to get more distance created. Some people need to, like, some people need different things to get different moves off. Mm-hmm. So, like, little tweaks from school to school, like, like if you were if you had someone that's your body type at another school that showed you something, they're mm-hmm. not necessarily going to teach you that way. It doesn't mean it's not right, though. Yeah. One thing I pick up from bigger guys is always that frame. They always love just laying that frame on your face, your neck. They love just like, oh, let me grind <laughs> yep. into you. Yep. Can attest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll say this much. I think, I think I'm pretty unique in like the big guy sphere because I like barren bolos and inverting and shit. Like a lot of big guys don't like that shit. That's why I fuck That's with true. <laughs> Most big guys are just like, yeah, bro, you, you're about to fail me <laughs> for five minutes. Yeah. So, so you said you were training in uh, Colorado for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. How much different would you say like the jiu-jitsu culture is there compared to here yeah. or if it is any different? So it's really interesting. The previous gym I was at is very MMA focused too. There were a lot of MMA mm, fighters okay. that trained at my previous gym because it was the home of the Elevation Fight Team, which has a bunch of the big UFC mm, fighters. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the fighters that are in the area come and train. They come do sessions with some of the coaches. Okay. So a lot of what I learned was very mm. like MMA flavor. And also having instructors that were previously wrestlers and, you know, growing up 
and then having that little bit of flavor too to go into jujitsu is, you know, that's kind of how I learned. But then transitioning to a school that's completely just jujitsu, I'm like, oh my God, there was no like, there's not this setup, there's not this little like factor to it. So it was different. I'm yeah. so used to learning it with an MMA flavor and twist to it. Okay. And I kind of miss it, to be honest. So. Oops. What was that? That was me scooting my chair back. Oh, okay. And okay. Oh, Called on it. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, the, the sky's falling. <laughs> it is LA earthquakes, baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, but no, I get that. Because so one thing that, the main the main reason I left A side was just to train Muay Thai pretty mm-hmm. much, and I'm getting that at Renzo's, but because my like sports background is what it is, it was a bunch of heavy weight lifting and loud rock music, and I grew up on like in like in a in a farm town, like I grew up with a bunch of. Where'd you grow up? Las Cruces, New Mexico. Okay. Okay. Mm. And then, uh, but like, it's a bunch of. Like for lack of a better word, rednecks. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was born for I was born and raised in the Midwest. I got it. Wait, where at? Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Shout out I'm to Des Moines, Iowa. I'm Indiana. so happy I'm not there now. Indiana for me. So. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, look, look at this. A bunch of country books. Yeah, I'm a country bumpkin, low key. But I'm not. I don't know them. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm I'm from there, but I am not there. <laughs> no, I I mean I grew up in the city, so I'm like, I don't really know rural culture. Yeah. Not really, except for when I went to college and you know, everybody um is from like every part of the state of Iowa that goes to this university. And it's like, you know, you get to meet a little bit of everyone. Yeah. So but um yeah, it's just it's been an experience and it's been a change for sure. <laughs> anyway. I, I just gravitate towards like meathead gyms like i like like i know they're out there those are the ones that i get there i'm like yeah you know i understand i understand the appeal you know sometimes it's like a comfort factor too yeah the gym i'm checking out now is misfits and they um what's really cool about it is i've always felt like a misfit i always felt like an outcast Mm -hmm. and they seem to have that same vibe so it's really it's really nice and it's nice because like you were talking about Henzo's, they got all these extra amenities. They got a weight room. They got like cold plunge, sauna. Mm-hmm. The only problem is it's not close. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's in, um, there's another one up there too, Checkmate Northridge. Okay. I have, uh, former teammates of mine from Checkmate Hollywood have gone to um, the Northridge one. And it's like 45 minutes away from me. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm not doing that drive. <laughs> do you ever go around and do open mats on the weekends to um, check things out like that? I have done a couple of open mats, and one of my favorite ones has been like an all women's open mat down at uh, Art of Jiu Jitsu, AOJ, okay. Mendez Brothers. <laughs> gym. Okay, okay. So that one was a lot of fun. I asked just because uh, that's what I use my weekends for is going out to like, I, I would go out to Northridge. Actually, I'm going to be out there a lot, actually. Do so. it. Yeah, let me know how that goes. No, I want to chill on my weekends. Like, I did work out this morning <laughs> just because I'm like, okay, I want to work out before I, you know, come and sit here with yeah. you guys. On, honestly, for me, like, I have to do a bunch of shit I don't like during the week. Like, like going, going <laughs> to jujitsu on the weekend is like a relaxing thing to me. Is like backwards yeah. as it sounds, but yeah, no, I need it. Like, like you said, whenever I was like, "Hey, man, how you doing?" He's like, "You know, it's one of them weeks when you don't have a gym to go to." <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's Saturday, Sunday, I'll go. I need and it. it's go ahead. <clears throat> I was like, it's crazy because I say that, and I have plenty of gyms I can go to. It's just like. When you're in that transition phase and you, like, have to fill out new training partners, it's like, I don't get to play the way I normally want to play. And I just I just want to play. I know. And I don't feel like doing this whole, hi, nice to meet you. Hi, this is me. I'm not going to hurt you. Hey, we're, can we be friends? Hey, do you like <laughs> hey, me I'm enough? new here. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like doing all that. Honest, honest, that's what took me so long to get into uh, Renzo's. Like, because mm-hmm. I remember I was telling you I'm gonna go for like two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. Every time I drove by, the fucking parking situation was crazy. Um, and then like I'm not really interested in the other amenities. Like, I'm not like a super clean freak, but like certain things I don't want to share with people. Like, I don't want to share a cold tub with somebody. I'd sure. rather just have a cold tub that me and my lady use. But I, I agree. I agree. Um, <laughs> But yeah, now now that I'm in there, everyone's super nice. But there is that learning curve of 
getting to know everyone there. I'm fucking terrible with names. It's going to take I me know. like three months, and I swear there's like 5,000 people. There's a there. lot of people there. I think I don't like big academies anymore. I really don't. I feel like just a number at the end of the day. Yeah. And I felt like, you know, maybe one or two instructors when I was at Henzo's actually took the time to know my name. Yeah. And it kind of, it, you know... I did meet a lot of really cool people and a lot of um, really awesome women there, but I just don't like going somewhere where I just feel like a number, you know? I feel you. I, so I go, I'm going to go at the same time every night. My, my schedule doesn't allow me to train in the mornings, mm-hmm. which I wish I could train all day. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> no, hey, mornings have been a game changer. It's like I get up and, you know, suffer through it walk out and it's like, yeah, this is the best day ever. It's interesting you say you don't want to feel like a number. Mm-hmm. I think that's exactly what I want to feel like. You want to feel like a number? You kind of just want to be anonymous and not really known? You're yeah. Like, I, just want, I just want to bang, bro. Let's so, go. But that's the thing is at these bigger gyms, what I've realized is if you just want to bang and you bang, you don't become a number. They actually value you in a way, right? Um, True. And so, but it's not the, it's not the politic, it's not the gym politics of like, oh, does the professor like me? Or like, am I, who's his favorite or who's paying for privates and getting that extra attention? It's very much, can you do jujitsu? Are you here? Are you doing jujitsu? Because if it is, then you're going to go far here and we're going to help you out. We're going to push you. Um, But I feel like in smaller gyms, it's very much of like, well, I want you to do what I want you to do. And so you're not a number, so I'm going to watch you, and then we expect you to be a certain way, and I'm a, I am who I am, right? Right. And I'm, again, I stay, stand by this. I'm 36 years old. I'm not going to kowtow or be a bitch to <laughs> no man. Like, I'm just not. I don't care if you're a black belt or not. It's just not who I am. Right. So... I understand. I totally do. And there is a fine line, I I guess for me, between feeling like a number and feeling like, you know, I am getting some attention on me. Um, You know, I have a professional career that I will prioritize. So, you know, that definitely comes before jujitsu. And it should. Yeah. And (laughs) no one's getting away with me, getting the way of me and my money right now. But, um, (laughs) you know, it feels like... Oh, I don't know. I just want to go in, you know, play around, get better. It's yeah. it's a workout to me. And if I happen to, to compete, you know, so be it. I'll work towards that. I am goal oriented. Yeah. But I don't want to be lost in a crowd where, you know, I am just a number and they're just, they just have a price tag on me at the end of the day. And that's yeah. just what they see. I would like, you know, to have some kind of relationship with the person that's teaching me, I would like to have a relationship with training partners because I know having really good training partners at the end of the day that can tell you what's up is, you know, more valuable to me than anything. Like, I yeah. think that's the, that's the kind of relationship I value the most. We don't even train enough together. <laughs> We're always <laughs> like, it's always like, hey, man. I think last week I was like, you want to train? He's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, hey, bro, I got to edit the podcast. I'm sorry. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just like, fudge. And it's it's different so i'm like as i've gone to different gyms Mm -hmm. when people first see me like like i I know that i'm noticed but when they see me roll i'm received differently like Mm -hmm. i've never like gone to a gym or like been ignored for long if that makes sense yeah like and sometimes sometimes it it's kind of i find it a little annoying it but it depends on how they've approached me sure like if they approach me and it's immediately like, come to our gym and we'll turn you into the finest competitor the lands can, I'm not, I'm not even in jujitsu for that. I'm not yeah. a competitor. Mm. Like, I think at the end of the day, I'm probably going to be a teacher. But like, yeah. if they're, like, I, I guess it's just the energy that they give me. Like, mm-hmm. if it's a friendly energy and then we get along and we vibe and you're a nerdy dude, like I'm a nerdy dude, or we get get along on some level then I'll come to the gym, but and and I'm talking about with the professor, you know, sure, not not necessarily the student. So I get yeah. what you mean on like having a bond with with your like who's teaching you, mm-hmm. yeah. Because it, it it's always rubbed me the wrong way when I've gone to gyms and they're just like compete, 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 compete. Because I know that's 
them looking to benefit off of me. Because at the end of the day, when you compete, you gather up all these points, and then it goes to the school. Mm-hmm. And then when it goes to the school, at the end of the tournament, they say, oh, what school? Like, that's a lot of publicity in certain tournaments. You yeah. Know? So let's... That's just where I stand. On. Yeah, it's not always a bad thing either to have your name attached to a big school, but you know I do understand that you know it's just something that you would just be associated with at the end of the day, yeah. and it's not objectively wrong for a school to want to push its students to compete. Like you know, that's great if you have a yeah. great competition team. That's awesome, but there are people that purely want to do this as a hobby too, or just want to do this to spread the martial art as a teacher. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Honestly, what I've been thinking about has nothing to do with competition. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I, I was thinking about something completely left field. So if you had something, oh, to I say, love left field. Let's, let's go. Let's do it. What do you think about like the jujitsu swag? Like, because we were talking about the last episode, and I'm about okay. to start asking everyone. Like, yeah, it depends. Are we talking about like normal T-shirts, or are we talking about like, oh, I don't know, necklaces or bracelets? No, we no, talking like we rash, talking guards rash guards and your keys, you know? like. Like the oh, people. I'm all for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm all for it. Like, cool rash guards? Like, hell yeah. The, nothing makes me want to go train more if I get a cool rash guard, you yeah. know? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And okay. it's, it sucks because uh, for the big guys, we have, what do you want? Blue, black, purple. Like, you get oh, the gosh. basic colors. Yeah. And then this fucking guy comes in with all of his, like, yellows and greens. Or and the smoke. women's stuff is, like, dope. Oh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the I'm women's saying. rash guards and, like, jiu-jitsu gear is really freaking cool. That's what I'm saying. And I think that that's kind of was like, made me gravitate towards Nogi more. It's just sure. all the cool anime, like, gear yeah. and stuff yeah. that they have. I, I think we can find you some good colorful geese, bro. I'm telling you, Sandable, like they're cheap, they're underrated, but they have some, they have some um, elasticity in their, in their. Well, well, I'm glad you brought it to this page with my bad handwriting on it from last time, Mm -hmm. uh, because those, I was like, what are those fucking websites? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, um, I have a really nice peach one that I got for Christmas and I haven't really breaking it out yet because I haven't had time to train, you know, between work, being sick and then. Yeah. You know, life in general, but I'm stoked to be out there in a pinky. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, it's, uh, I can't wait to just have, have you seen those ones where you open it and it has like the Aztec? Like, oh, yes. I want one. I want, there's one, um, go, what was it? War Tribe, War Tribe gear. Yes. I love that yes. brand. There's a women's one with like a Reaper in it, and there's mm. one with like bubble art, like abstract bubble art in it. It's it's sick. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. They have some. They have a lot of really good ones for men too. So I think I've seen that. They, they have one where it's like an Aztec warrior, and then I've seen another one with Spartan Anubis. warrior or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's the one with Anubis I want so bad because I have an Anubis tattoo. Dude. So you yeah. know what's really funny. I don't think I've even told you this. You know the logo he has for a, my... He has an Anubis tattoo, too. For my production company, J Cinema, oh. the, the mascot and logo is an Anubis head. That's oh, awesome. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. going to be like, oh, you you have an Anubis tattoo, too? I thought yeah, about I'm it. Like, I, like best friends. I, there bro, you go. The only reason why I haven't gotten one is... It, there's a lot of reasons for it, but I have thought about getting a specific tattoo. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully you can find some cool jujitsu swag. Oh yeah. I'm I'm on a mission now. I'm asking everybody their websites and everything <laughs> just because every website I go to it stops like fourteen size under sizes under me. So Nah bro. So what we're gonna do, here's our plan right here right now. <laughs> I got the strategy. We're gonna order some white geese, some sandable white geese that fit you, right? Okay. Then we're gonna dye them whatever color you want. Then we'll get custom patches to cover over the sandable gi patches, and now we got our custom geese. That sounds like and a lot gonna, of work, but I'm bro, with it. It's going to be less than $100. I'm with it. I've I'm already done it. it on a few things. So. <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about to get a New York Giants logo. Let's on, do it. Oh, my, my What's it called? Actually, no, nah, nah, not until they're good. I'm, I don't want that bad juju. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt about the Broncos. All right, Peter. So, yeah, you were talking last time that you're a sports fan. Who I is know. your team? Is it Broncos? I am a Colorado sports fan. Um, Yes, I do root for the Denver Broncos. I'm really big into college sports. I went to Iowa State University, go Cyclones. So um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'll cheer for the Nuggets. Okay, always. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I've been a Nuggets fan since they had Melo. Yes, That's the only one I remember. Know who the Nuggets are. I remember his jerseys coming out, and like my classmates at the time had like the freshest. Carmelo Anthony jerseys. I'm like, that's really cool. You know? Okay, I respect um, your style, dog. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I do, I do like football a lot, and um, we'll cheer for the Nuggets for sure. <laughs> okay, for basketball Nuggets and Sixers. I don't know why. I know they're completely different sides <laughs> yeah. of the country, but those are my two right there. Okay, Yay. and when they won, I lost my mind. <laughs> When they swept the Lakers, I lost my mind. Mm. I was wearing my Nuggets hat all week in the gym. I'm like, if someone talks to me, <laughs> I can fight. You try, you try to go. <laughs> Say some. Say some. Say some. Exactly. Yes. I was a little hurt because I am a LeBron fan, but at the end of the day, let's go Nuggets. Yes. <laughs> go Nuggets. All right. I'm a LeBron fan too, and for a long time I was just a fan of whatever team he was on. But then he came to LA. I was already I was born and raised in LA. I'm a Lakers fan. There's no way I can get out of it. Right. But when he came to Lakers fan, I was like, when he came to the Lakers, I was like, yeah, you got me now. We're here. <laughs> We're here forever. It, it's crazy because like even though like because at this point LeBron's been a Laker for a minute, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's still Kobe's Lakers to me. It's like, I, yes. It's 100% always Kobe's Lakers, but, you know. It's Mamba season right now, 2024. That's right. (sighs) That's right. It does. But I feel a little energy in there. I don't know. Maybe I'm just me, but I just feel like there's a little energy, a little energy in there. If you're willing to focus and tap into it, uh, some spirit of that's out there in in, in this universe. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been, I've been trying to, like get back into that killer instinct I had as an athlete in terms of just like being dedicated to what the fuck I want to do. So essentially the goal is to get up at 5.30, hit the gym for an hour, go to work, and then train at night. Okay. And we've been doing the work and training part, the 5.30 in the morning part. That's rough. Like, you know, I didn't used to be a morning person, but then realizing that it worked best for my schedule and it's like the best me time that I could have in the morning. So I will be in there before I do Same. anything. When I get back, you don't get texts and phone calls at 5 a.m. until uh, you say, bro, stop hitting me up because uh, I'm ready to go. I'm do you want to do an accountability group chat? Because I'm, I'm up to there. Go. I'm ready to <laughs> go, bro. Just, I'm down. Just give me some time to get, get my shit together. <laughs> just do it like gradually. Just get up earlier each week and see what you can accomplish. That's why I said we got till February, bro. February first. That's when we. That's our. That's when we start. I'm at six fifteen right now. You know? <laughs> okay, we're we're, we're okay. creeping closer. I got a dog and a cat that'll wake me up. Oh <laughs> so yeah, those like, animals. They'll be there. No, my, I think my dog tries, but then I wake up and give it the death stare. And it's like, hey, G. <laughs> no, my dog's like, I got a shit. <laughs> the cat's hey, like, I'm hungry. I'm just gonna do circles around your head right now. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Dogs kind of annoy me because they're so big and like, yeah. Like demanding of attention, but cats I think are fucking hilarious. I think cats are fucking. <laughs> I love cats. I really do. I think everyone should have a cat. <laughs> They're so rude. They are, and but like they know it. The shade is nah. They don't throw shade. They'll throw a tree branch at you. And that's why I hate cats. I can't. Why? Because you can't control them. <laughs> you know. You know. I'm an uncontrollable animal. Uncontrollable animals around me it just doesn't. You know, it's the hierarchy. It just I should invite work. you over just so you, like my cat will just be like. Like, yeah, you're cool. He'll just sit there and you're like, well, now I can't move. Well, those like those cats, I don't mind. Yeah, it's the cats true. that either are just like, so I have a very traumatic history with animals. Let me preface that. Whereas um, we had a lot of pets growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, when I say a lot, uh, we had a lot of inbred dogs that Ooh. just, so we had a lot of puppy litters and then we would have cats and then we'd have like three to three to five cats at a, a time. Uh, Cause, like I said, I was country bumpkin. Not really, but um, my parents got the cats to uh, like keep the mice away sure. in the house or whatever. Cause you know, winter the mice come in. Doesn't matter how clean you are, mice come into the house in the winter. So they got the cats for that, and it just became this thing where cats were peeing on my stuff. Oh, that's rough. And ever since then, it's just kind of like me and cats don't really get along. And I had this, I had this. <laughs> there was a time where I valued monetary things more than what I do now and I had like this $200 leather jacket and this cat peed on it like just marked it and that was kind of like 
It's his. It's his now. It's his now, right? <laughs> he, he thought it was. <laughs> now he's a jacket. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I didn't. Yeah, I was like, hey, <laughs> yo. <laughs> Pull the mat out right now. <laughs> no, I don't believe in animal harm, but uh, it's definitely, it was definitely a stressful situation. I'm sure it was. That sounds ter- That sounds stressful. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even know I liked cats until I was training in Mexico for a while. Mm-hmm. And like... Hmm. So where I lived, there's like a gate, and there was a dude. He'd like open the gate. He was pretty much like our handyman. Okay, but he loved cats, and he had this like he had this cat that was his, and then like a neighborhood cat that came by, and then okay. they had a litter. That litter grew up for about a month, two months, and then this pack of dogs just like ended up on the what's it called and started like picking them off one by one, and he was like desperately trying to like save the cats. Yeah, oh, and like. That. I hate that so much. Yeah, me and like, I didn't give a fuck about cats. But one day I was just out on the porch and I was like doing my thing. And then I just see, I hear a commotion and I see this cat like jump and try and make it over the gate and the dogs like grab it. Yeah. And then I found as many people as I could like, yo, do you want a cat? Do you want a cat? Do you want a cat? And I I saved like four. Yeah. After that. But like just seeing, just seeing that I was like, oh, I was fucked up. Damn. Damn. That's rough. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't like it either. That's and then like to this day, my grandma has one of those cats. Yeah, she no, hates no. me. She but, hates you. Yeah, because he was like, you have to catch it if you want to like take it, and it wouldn't let me catch it. So I tricked it, and now it's like you bastard. And that's, and that's the thing. Like cats have really long memories. They hold grudges. I think that's why I don't they like do. cats. <laughs> they cats do. hold grudges. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter how sweet you are to it. You could be sweet to it for 30 days. You do one thing for the next year. It doesn't matter how sweet you are to it for the next year. It's still going to hate you. It's got beef with you. You didn't even know you had beef. It it has. Never mind. I can't say that on on air. That shit. So to this day, I'll go visit my grandma and my mom, and that cat will not be seen all weekend. Like it'll see me, and it'll be like, (laughs) "If you need to find me, don't." (laughs) I'm I'm under the bed. You you know where I'll be. Don't bother me. Come see me. (laughs) Are you uh, currently practicing any Muay Thai right now, or are you just on the sidelines? I'm sitting on the sidelines for now. I want to get back to it. I haven't found a place yet okay. that I can truly practice. And it, you know, it was my bread and butter. It's something that I've been doing for a long time before I started jujitsu. And now, you know, not having it, I do feel there's like an empty space in my heart currently. It's just my schedule just never didn't allow for it when I started my uh, last job. Okay. Yeah, I had a more rigid schedule where I traveled a lot for um, the two years that I was doing that job, so it was it was just really hard to make. Copy. Mm-hmm. Well, um, when 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 you do, you know, let let us know. Cause we, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, I went to I went to the classes last week, and I have yeah. a newfound respect. Like I, I respected it before, but I had a newfound respect for it now. Just oh yeah. Because it was my first day, and he's like, "All right, we're gonna do do, do the twenty kicks," and I was like, "Like I should know." And it's like ten like <clears throat> repetitive fast kicks, and everyone was like ten, and they switched sides and started their other ones, and I'm like seven. <laughs> oh my god! Once you learn the switch kick and the footwork, it's you know it's gonna be a lot easier for you. That I think that's what I'm struggling with is the footwork. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, like because I have like football foot like footwork like you mm-hmm. like it's not like real footwork you get to a certain position as a lineman and then you pump your feet from there yeah sure but like continuous footwork it's not that yeah, yeah it's it's not you it's it's not so much dancing where you go footwork here get here then move out of here then get here and then move out of here it can yeah. be it can very much be like dancing especially when you're sparring with somebody in muay thai learning the footwork and then being able to create the angles with the footwork yeah that's that's key to be specific i was talking about the football footwork oh, foot- and the difference and how it doesn't <laughs> no, translate to what you were saying yeah, yeah no I yeah. wanted to apply that to Muay Thai. <laughs> so I see, I see how Muay Thai is dancing. The coach pretty much was like, your right hand has potential, a lot of power. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, your left hand is uh, no good. 
It's no good. Well, shoot. Yeah, I can't he, wait. Go ahead. He was pretty much like, you're a guppy in this pond, brother. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Calling you a guppy in this pond. Hey, well, in the grand scheme of it, like, skill-wise, yeah. I'm a guppy in the pond, right? <laughs> okay, flounder. That's your, that's I'm, your I'm mantra. You I'm joking. I won't. My homie called me Nemo after I told him. <laughs> he was like, you only got one fin. Nemo or Dory? <laughs> I'm the Dory. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Maybe both, because in jujitsu they'll show me the move. I'll be like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I know ADHD brain takes over. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I know I was making direct eye contact with you when you were talking, but I don't remember that shit at all. <laughs> it's like in one ear, out the other. <laughs> I do that all the time, and sometimes like I don't even be thinking about jujitsu. I'll be thinking about like what I'm gonna make for dinner to when I get home. I'm like, oh shoot, I gotta go back and pay attention to that move. What'd you say again? <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's important to have good training partners and drilling partners because yes. somebody knows. I'm like one of you knows. But if you don't know, both of you, I'm like, well, where do we go from here? Exactly. That's when I'm like, hold on, and then I watch the closest group. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who hasn't been there? Man, you know what? You know, I shouldn't even address this, but I'm going to. Just because it's more fun this way. So the last episode I did with you guys, uh, I think that uh, we ended up naming like uh, Jiu-Jitsu Queen. You know, women are better at Jiu-Jitsu than men, right? So one of the comments was like, they really aren't though. I'm like, what ground or bases are you willing to stand on with this? Do you just go post that in Ghost? Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> keyboard warriors for exactly. you. Yeah. Who... Uh, this, so here's what I'll say. <laughs> this is why I said it. I knew, I knew you were going to say, yep. At the end of the day, that person probably has never put either. He never put on a belt or they have no idea what they're talking about. Big Just facts. because if you listen to the whole podcast, I said, technique wise, we don't really count with them. Yeah. Fuck no, we don't. Just because like even Gordon Ryan, Gordon Ryan, he's like really technical with his leg locks. But at the end of the day, he still pumps himself with steroids. <laughs> none, so none of the so he's just that. using steroid Neanderthal juice is what you're saying. Yeah, because yes. like, like women are always progressing their technique. Yeah. Men progress their technique and then they're like, okay, I understand it. Give me the weights or give me the needle. Yeah. And that's that's where I'm like, yeah. Yeah, they're they're better than us technique wise. I was gonna I was gonna say something very, very whatever, but I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to be I'm trying to, you know, I'm just trying to spread love and help the people, you know. Right. Just yeah. not the keyboard warriors. I'm like, whatever, yeah. you say what you want. You know, they, they do make the internet funny though. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> they do. I know, I spend a lot of time on Reddit actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the comments all the time. <laughs> yeah. So Reddit, I've ba- I've I've pretty much became an enemy to Giants fans recently. <laughs> Why? So there's this, you might you know that Sterling Shepard has been on the Giants since like 2012 and has done nothing. He's done nothing but be hurt and get married and then be hurt again and then get divorced and then be hurt again. That is that is what he's done. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, I'm so sad to see him go. And I was like, get him out of here. He ain't done nothing good for us since ever. That's what I feel about Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. <clears throat> Oh boy! No comment. Yeah, that's no. another can of worms. <laughs> yeah, yo, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna get us canceled right there. <laughs> I'm gonna, look. I love the Cowboys. I really do, but I feel that there's been decisions that were made um, at the head position, especially when it comes to quarterback, that could have changed the not even quarterback, but even just the way the plays are run. As a casual watcher, there's no reason why I should know that you're gonna pass ninety percent of the time. I'm not going to lie, bro. I'm going to quote Cat Cat Wounds. You have an unnatural allegiance to losers, and that's unlike you, G. <laughs> Broncos enters the chat. <laughs> Cowboys, bro. Cowboys, bro, man. bro. Did you watch that interview, the Cat Wounds interview? I watched like an hour of it, and then I got tired. You got tired? <laughs> I was high, and it was oh, like 10 okay, o'clock. Okay. And- <laughs> he was, he was But bad. no, no, he was like going in, and um, I mean... 
I like Shannon Sharp just because, you know, the multiple sports interviews that he's had yeah. in the past, he's put on some good interviews, but yes. like changing the tune a little bit, changing the style a little bit, it's really clear that he was just reading cue cards and okay. not like, you know, fact checking different dates. And it kind of lost me there, but I need to go back and like watch the entire thing. Okay. All I know is that he was like, you know, dropping truth bomb after truth bomb. Someone, someone else mentioned that that was just a comedy special for Catwood. Like he, he, okay, like, yeah, I could see it that. was a really, but he showed up to, do an interview and the interviewer didn't talk for yeah 80% of it I mean I don't know if Shannon was asking the right questions to begin with mm -hmm. and you know it's clear that you know this is a different kind of interview style for him and a different kind of audience but no, sorry Shay Shay stick to sports okay yeah. okay no I I, I kind of look so I haven't watched a lot of the other interviews with uh, Shannon Sharp but I have seen like clips and from what I've seen, I've kind of enjoyed it. I think I saw the Steve Harvey, some clips from Steve Harvey when he did. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I do see what you're saying as far as the it was a Cat Williams comedy special. Yeah. It was it it's broke the internet because it's hilarious. It at was the end of the like day. it was like almost three hours. Yes. I'm like I cannot stay. Of with him this. just dissing everyone. I know, but I wonder how much it is actually truth. As you know, as being someone who has been in relationships with toxic people and having things hand, be handled in toxic scenarios, I typically just sit back, shut my mouth up. I'm like, hey, let's all be chill. But then I'm also not a bitch. So if you poke me enough, I'm going to step out the box and I'm going to challenge you. You know, right. I think you have to take it with a grain of salt, you know, mm -hmm. just because a lot of the people that he's saying are meeting up and like congregating, he's not included. So he can't really say for sure what they're sure. talking about sure. or what's sure. going on. Yeah. But are these people connected? That's all like proof that we can put in your face. Yeah. But, you know, you just have to. Just have to take it all with a grain of salt. It was just kind of good for me to hear, like, Cat Williams' favorite comedian sure, ever. Yeah. Like, it was good to kind of hear him talking his shit again. And then, since we're on the topic of internet, like, have you seen the whole, like, Mikey Muzumeki thing, mm. like, going on? I encountered it on my feed, but I kept scrolling because I'm like, I don't care that much. <laughs> so, I didn't know about it. Uh, DJ put me onto it. Go ahead. So, pretty much, there's like this models turned streamer dude named Sneeko or something like that and he's okay. like pretty much dissing Mike, Mikey Musumeki saying like saying some pretty messed up stuff making mm -hmm. fun of his voice just just making fun of him for no reason man leave Mikey out of this yeah <laughs> but that's my thing like I don't think he really wants that smoke bro like no. and like leave they're Mikey talking about making it like instead of a celebrity boxing a celebrity MMA match that's I think, <laughs> you don't know I, I think that's a fucking mistake dude <laughs> and how much time does Mikey have I know Mikey is a bit on that that spectrum, I think, where the, the the good kind of the spectrum where you get highly intelligent, like the type that would make me shoot myself up with vaccines because sure. I'm trying to get that level. Go ahead. Well, the thing is, is like Mikey signed to one. Mikey's mm -hmm. doing grappling competitions every yeah. two, three weeks, if not two, three months. Right, that's yeah. his life. This dude's been sitting behind a computer being a fucking Twitter warrior. Like I said, keyboard warriors keep him coming. And that's what I'm saying. Like, he's he's super smart. You can't, you don't want to fight someone who's that smart and that analytical. You don't. You just don't. Because Sorry. you give them enough time, they're going to figure it out. And they're going to put you out. Well, not, not only that. Like, when you're a model and you're like, I box one to two times a week, like a week sometimes. Stop, dude. Yeah, stop. yeah, I could hit pads too. <laughs> you know, like, th th and that's what I was saying. Like you're hitting pads, and then on top of that, it's like there's levels to everything. And right. like, like MMA is not the thing you want. No, <laughs> no, pick a different lane. This is not the one you want to go. I wish a celeb would challenge me to an MMA match. You know, I'd be. You <laughs> know, it was really funny. Uh, Bear Bear Degree is on the Jackson podcast. Was talking about he wanted to take on a fight. I was like, man, I'd be down. I'd be down. We could. I don't mean like hey, no Z shade, but like Zuck's a blue belt now. I, I take on I go I go against Zuck. So would but, I, but, but that's problem, not a flex. The problem is <laughs> that's like, not the flex I want it to be. I'm you're right. <laughs> so with with, Zuck, with with people that are that rich, like do you remember when Justin Bieber was supposed to be a great basketball player, but he had a bunch of people like that were just letting him do his thing? Yeah, sure. Is it the same case with Zuck? 
It might be, but I feel like Zuck is smart. I think Zuck has actually put the time in. Mm-hmm. I think he's dedicated enough to figure it out. Um, yeah. You know who I'd be excited to take on? Tom Hardy. That's who I want you to know? say. That's why. Like, to me, good. and that's what I'm saying, like, I want a challenge. I don't want... Anthony Bourdain, if, you know, mm. you know RIP, right, yeah. but he was a pretty good competitor. Yeah. That yeah. I would have loved to. Yeah. I'm I'm not gonna lie. And then I hear I hear like Wiz Khalifa's gotten pretty fucking mm-hmm. pretty fucking like competent in Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu. See, Ashton yeah. Kutcher, I believe, is a brown belt. I did I do I do know about that yeah. one. Do you believe that's a legit brown belt? Or do you believe it's a celebrity brown belt? I think it's legit. I okay. mean you so, know, you don't get to that level without putting the time in. You the, really don't. There's two people I know are legit brown belts, are, and one is uh, the dude who plays the Hulk in uh, Marvel right now. Uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He, he was a college wrestler. Really? Too. Oh, I didn't, oh Interesting. that's probably okay. why he did Foxcatcher. Okay, copy. Yeah. And then uh, I believe Ashton Kutcher is another one that's like, people are like, no, that's, that's okay. for real. That's for real. That guy in the, the guy who plays Jay in Modern Family, he's a black belt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, the the old dude. Yeah, though. yeah. Yeah, I did hear. Oh, about Al that. Bundy. Al uh, Bundy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the, I don't think that's his real name. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Ed O'Neill. It's Ed, Ed O'Neill. O'Neill. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Um, he's a black belt himself. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So, senior, um, my 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 pops. He uh he loved Mary with the Children. So for me, every time I see him, all I think is Al Bundy because mm-hmm. that's all my my, my <laughs> father would watch. I've know? been watching a lot of Modern Family lately because it's on Peacock, and I'm like, oh, it's a show that I've seen many times. So I just have it in the background. Yeah. yeah. I got into Modern Family super late and binged it. Phil Dumphy is the fucking TV goat, bro. <laughs> I'm a glorious stan. I oh yeah, <laughs> I'm a glorious stan. <laughs> like I've been told, I'm like angry Gloria in my personality, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, okay. And then like there was one time I said something to my partner, and he's just like, God, it's like the angry Gloria coming up. I'm like, damn, I'm half Latino, but like, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Whenever I think of angry Gloria, I think of that episode where her. Son doesn't want to go to his party, and she like shoots the balloon. He's like, "You could have shot me," and he's like, "She's like, I could unbutton your shirt if I wanted." (laughs) (laughs) No, Phil is definitely TV good. He's great. (laughs) Uh, Phil just always has those like dad jokes that just leave you like, "What the fuck?" (laughs) Okay, you guys have convinced me, and that's gonna be my new background binge watch. Yeah, it's a great one. (laughs) If you've never seen it before, it's not gonna be a background. Nothing. So I've I've seen it. So where I'm at in my ever since 2020, I just can't watch media. I don't know why. Something happened in the zeitgeist of the universe where I cannot stay focused long. I don't care enough to sit down and focus. Right. So something like that that's long running, no real you don't have to invest in is something I'm looking for when I take in media right now. So See, it's perfect. No, I'm the same way. I think this, that 70s show is on reruns of mm. Pe- on Peacock. So I go, go, go. Uh, so I've got that. I got modern family and then just the office. I don't love the office. It's just there. You know, one of Yo, those. I, took that <laughs> I don't, I mean, heart. I'll watch it. It's like, it, I don't feel either way about it. Like, it's all right. I can't. I, so I do it. Fuck, you said something. I forgot what you were saying. I'm going to go to office first. First off, I kind of refuse to like the office. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. It's just not. It's just not. It's a little cheese ball. A little cheese ball. That's the point. And go. So I've I've worked in enough offices to see a little of somebody that I've worked with in every character. Yeah, okay. Like the whole Jim and Pam situation. I know people who have met at work like that. Like mm-hmm. the boss that you're like, you're a fucking idiot, dude. I hate you. Michael. I've worked with so many Michaels. Yeah. So it's funny to me. Like I can put myself in Stanley specifically. I can put myself in his shoes. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> I get it when you look at it from that perspective. You're putting yourself in their shoes. It's yeah. like, oh, this is my office. It's like, oh, that's that's George or that's Bob or that's real Federico or whatever. I'm making up names at this yeah. point. Yeah, like how Stanley, like Stanley just always like, he never says anything. He just always looks up and gives the hardest judgmental stare to everybody in the office. And he's just like, I'm just trying to do my crossword puzzle. <laughs> you know who that sounds like, right? Crossword puzzle? Okay. No, I like crossword puzzles. My favorite game is Scrabble. So like, okay. <laughs> you trying to play Scrabble? Let's go. So <laughs> when I got in trouble, because like, so I got bigger than my mom by like sixth grade. 
Yeah. So she didn't think whoop, like whooping me was sufficient. She made me copy the dictionary like verbatim. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's better than my mom. She was like, yo, so we ain't using belts no more. We using coaxial cables. Oh. You know, the cables mm. that oh, you yeah, connect. Yeah. You just hear whoosh, through oh, the God. air. Yeah, that's what I... <laughs> yeah, we don't have childhood trauma at all. <laughs> yeah, no, no, none whatsoever. I wasn't beaten with an inch of my life and had to figure out... No. Yeah, so it's more like an inside joke. My mom would always be like, I will beat you with an inch of your life. And so it's just like it's never happened, but anytime I've getting whooped in my head, I'm just like, She beat me with an inch of my life. <laughs> it's not an exaggeration no more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that seventy show. I just realized 2023 that they were sitting in a garage or a basement smoking weed. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, what? when you look back at like yeah. after having that perspective, it makes things so much more funny. It, it really like going back and watching it now, I find it way more funnier with that through that lens. I was like, oh, this show makes more so much more sense now. I get it. I had another like guilty pleasure show, and it was How I Met Your Mother. Okay, mm, that yeah, was another I one love I watched. That. Fucking. I was so disappointed in the last season, though. Everyone was. Uh, was <laughs> last season of anything is like... Oh, Game of Thrones. Yo, hey, you beat me to a Game of Thrones producers. If I ever see you, it's on site, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better learn some jujitsu. Yeah. Nah, nah, whether you learn it or not, it's on site. I One, have... Oh, sorry. Missande no. didn't have to die. I'm no, she no, did not. No. Justice for Missande. That was my wife, and y'all, y'all killed her. Sorry, babe. <laughs> That's <laughs> Lauren, you know what it is. I've said, I've said this. Missande was my wife. That's cute. I think Missande was everyone's no, wife. I think she was my girl's wife, too. That's my, <laughs> I mean, yeah, for real. Um, no, I've been a Game of Thrones fan from the very beginning. Like, I read, started reading the books in my senior year in mm-hmm. high school, because I'm like, oh, yeah, I needed a new book to read, so. It's one of those series that I kind of revisit, especially for audiobooks. If I'm in an audiobook mood, I'll yeah. gravitate towards Game of Thrones each time. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, had, you had a question? I had a question. I wanted to know what Game of Thrones character you would consider your jujitsu based off of. Like, if Game of Thrones was a jujitsu, like if you were in a gym, who would you be? Okay. I like this question. Give me a minute. I'm trying to okay. throw it Okay. What were you going to say? <laughs> oh, about Game of Thrones? I was going to ask her what she thought of House of Dragons. Okay. Haven't seen House of Dragons yet. Really? I, well, okay. I'm going to wait on that one. The you new, should. You should. The but, new season comes out this summer, so wait until right. after that. But I'm going to say you should in a good way as far as like you just, you have something to watch. Yeah, yeah. To, not like you should, like it was garbage. It was... Oh, no. I mean, I've heard great things about it, and I'm totally open-minded to it, but I want to give it some time. Just let the hype happen, and you know, you're going to see spoilers no matter what on the internet, so yeah. like, I'm not even mad that I already knew, I know some of the fate of the uh, characters. Copy. So, but now that I think about it, I think my jiu-jitsu style, Arya Stark, um, mm. just starting out learning and then realizing, like, I'm very analytical, too. You yeah. know, it comes from my own technical background, um, study the game a little bit and okay. then try to apply it as best as I can. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know I got to go to you now. I'd have to say the Hound. Okay. That's my that's my guy. I appreciate him. He's not he's not unbeatable mm-hmm. and he's also but he's also very much his own. He's a rogue. He's not you're not going to tell him what to do, mm-hmm. how to live, how to roll. Yeah. The Hound. Um mm. Power combo, the Hound and Arya. Oh yeah, yeah. That oh, tell Brianna beat my Brianna. Brianna Tar beat the Hound's ass. So yeah. as, as you guys are saying this, all I'm picturing is a side right now. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, the Hound, Arya. You know, we got Brianna Tar. It's like <laughs> shit. <laughs> like um, but um, I, I mean it all in the in the best possible way. Uh, I'm torn, Martell. Okay. The Sand Snake. Um, okay. I want to say Jon Snow, but I feel like that's just too easy of yeah. a, to be like, oh, Jon Snow, because I identify with him, you know, feeling like an outcast my whole life, feeling like the bastard in every situation that I'm in. I identify with that. Go ahead. So I didn't read the books. Okay. So everything I watched was like on the show. Okay. And then read the books after, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, I feel that. I know. Martell was lit. Martell was lit. Yeah. I never read the books either. And that's what I was saying. It's just like, I think that's also how I approach my jujitsu. It's like, 
you don't re- I don't want anyone really to know what I know. <laughs> I want it to be a surprise. It's like, oh shoot, you know Darces? Oh shoot, you know how to bring you're never on anyone's back. How do you and that's kind of what I feel like uh he was. He was very much like, you don't know what he's like. He's here, he's there. Mm-hmm. And honestly, his ego is what got him. He should have just killed the dude. Like he should have just off with the head. It would have been a you right. Know. But, I always like those questions where it's like, who are you? Like, where do you, <laughs> yeah. where do you put yourself? Because it's also like a good like window into how someone like like someone's psyche. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. That, so, I appreciate Aria too. She's I always learning. Yes. She's always learning. And I think that's a philosophy that I do apply in my game or like my professional career too. Mm-hmm. So like I want to keep expanding that knowledge. Not only that, the, the coolest thing about Aria is she like, in my opinion, overcomes the most adversity. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I agree. That and her taste for revenge <laughs> speaks to a dark part of my yeah. soul, and the way yeah. it was carried out, it just <laughs> which time you say the three every names last of every people. last time. Go ahead. No, the say she says the name of the three people that she's like. I personally want to kill them. Yes. Yep. Every night before she goes to bed, says their names, and she was consistent with it. Mm-hmm. She was disciplined. And she did it, you know, and that was what was so beautiful about it. Mm-hmm. And even with the hound, the way that all played out, even that was like, it's poetic. Like, um, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> she she stopped viewing him as the hound and viewed him as Sandor Kaglain, and that's that's that was his only saving grace. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. because he was on that he was on that list, and I surely thought she was going to kill him. Yeah, and I thought that was I thought that was a beautiful way to even show. A character who is willing to go that far in revenge, but also go, hey, I still see you as a person and I'm not going to judge you for who you were then because I see you've changed and I see you for who you really are. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she has that really good, she has that power to really see people for who they are too. So that's yeah. something that you know, I can really appreciate. I, that's why I love art. Yep. Mm-hmm. On that note, man, we're at that hour mark. So <laughs> let's get it. I knew I liked you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and we, and we were supposed to talk more about Muay Thai. It just kind of got, we got carried away with just everyday life stuff. Like I said, cool. invite me back. I will provide the goodies. I'm okay. more than happy yeah, to. <laughs> yo, she brought some bagels that we didn't even tell anybody about. Yo. Hey, look, actually, I got 15, 15 minutes, minutes. free rate for me. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. You, you got us? You going to sign us off? You know, thank you for tuning in again. Like. Share, subscribe. Am I missing anything? Nah, nah. Lizzie, do you have anything you want to promote on our way out? We um, good? My Instagram handle is at maybe underscore Lizzie if you want to follow me. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, you guys take care.